Hey, this goes out to our Servers Journey community. As always, you can click the links in the descriptions to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and a new thing, or you can become a supporter of the show on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can gain access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes material, receive a Servers Journey community sticker, and a shout-out on the show. So, as always, help us to create leaders worth following. This is the Servers Radio Network. Welcome to this edition of A Server's Journey with Rocky DeStefano. The foundation of the program is everybody's leading something or someone, thus we're all on a journey. Good morning, Rocky. Yeah, we are on a journey. In fact, uh, you guys didn't hear any of this, of course, but prior to getting this show started, we started another podcast several times, but (laughs) welcome. It was in my head. I heard the music and it it was in my head. It was, yeah. Well, thanks everybody for coming out and uh, listening today. We are excited beyond belief. Uh, And everybody knows our our show, our foundation is about servant leadership and how everybody's leading somebody and how you really need to work toward being somebody who's worthy to be followed. You know, the amazing thing is we had a Zoom meeting the other night and I was with my pastor from my church and all he was talking about was servant leadership. Yeah. You Maybe know? we should have him on, yeah. on the show since he's our pastor. And- right. And you know, we had him, we had him in the studio once and somehow I didn't, it didn't record. Really? I, See, I don't remember that. Isn't that terrible? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, so today, and you know, let, let's just call it what it is. And I know that for a lot of people, they're going through a lot of things. And 2020 has been a crazy year. I mean, just in our own area, we've had um, the COVID, of course, and everybody sheltering in place. Um, now we have uh protest uh, happening in um, cities all over America. In fact, last night, um, a six-block section of Seattle was taken by uh, protesters, and they've called it now the Free Capitol Hill. Um, And then on top of that, in our own local area, we've had tornadoes and uh, uh, tropical storms. It's just an unsettling time for so many people. It seems like we're in a crisis. It seems like we're in a crisis. And so what we're going to talk about today, and honestly, I'm going to be borrowing a lot from an article that I read, but we're going to be talking about leading your people in times of crisis. And I think, I think, Larry, this might be a two-part show, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, you know, speaking about, you found that article, you probably got it on the internet, right? Uh, On the internet. Thank you. Uh, Who is the uh, creator? Who claimed that? Um, I don't have that. Wasn't the VP? I don't have that in front of me at the moment. But I, why am I blanking on who was uh, Clinton's VP? Clinton's VP was Gore, Al Gore. Yeah, Al Gore. Didn't he claim to have invented the internet? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. of course. Okay. So yes. thank you, Al Gore. Yes, we want to thank him for that, which helped, which helped ACS Creative create yes. websites. <laughs> I like that tie-in. That's a good segue. You see, we were trying to talk about. ACS, how ACS they have helped would, us with our website. And ACS would be nothing without the internet, right? That's right. That's what you're saying. They do print brochures, they do logos, they do direct mail, they do ad campaigns, but yet they create fantastic websites. So they don't play games with your money. So contact ACS Creative on the internet at ACS Creative. All right. Thank you, Ed. Epic Moments in Leadership. All right, so today we're actually uh, going to hit and highlight a positive 
leadership. It's good that we have a yin and a yang. That's exactly right. That's the point. So today we're going to start right at the basis, the formation of our country. And we're going to talk about George W. Wa- <laughs> Wait, is it George W. Washington? Uh, George Washington. It's not. not a, he's not a Bush. He's well, a, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yes, George Washington. Okay. So um, he had just won. So he basically took an army and a nation that was tiny with no real discernible armed forces. They created this great uh, army of nobodies and castoffs and took on the big guy on the block, the bully in the world, which was England. Mm-hmm. And then they and, win. And didn't he do that for not a salary? For, yeah, absolutely. For not a that doesn't sound right, but he did that. He did that did gratis. For, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so they shockingly, surprisingly, and a, a lot through his decisions that he made in leadership while uh, the war was going on, they, they win. They, they win this war. So the American people, of course, they anoint him as the first leader, right? And we call it president. Yes, and he did not want that. No. They he, first wanted to make him a king, right? And and that is what we're going to talk about. So okay. after four years, he uh, they hold another election, and he gets elected for four additional years. And then there's this movement where, you're right, Larry, the public is saying, hey, we got a good thing going here. Let's anoint him as king. And so the leadership lesson he taught us is to know when to say goodbye. And so he refused. He refused to be anointed a king. And he basically, in a triumphant, amazing farewell address, said, hey, America, I'm going to teach you how to say goodbye. And he stepped down and said, no man should be a king. And at that point, it was shocking to everybody, including the king he had just beat, because mm-hmm. uh, the king of England actually said that was a, a showing of his true character. And that's it. That's a pretty good decision he made there. So being a servant leader means sometimes you step down. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes you do what's best for the company or the country, and sometimes that's stepping away and letting new blood and new voices Take charge. If you have an example of something that someone's led you in, at the bottom of our website, you can give us a comment. We'd love to hear from you or wherever you subscribe. There's so many places to to make comments. Make a comment. We want to hear from you. It's time for a crisis. Let's get to it. (laughs) No, it's already a crisis. But (laughs) Okay, so we're going to be borrowing a lot from uh, an article by Jim Hawden, that came out in uh, early March. And it's basically leading your people in times of crisis. And what it looks at is um, some organizations actually come through crisis better, stronger, um, and more ready for for additional whatever um, than before the crisis arrived. And the big differentiator um, that separates the companies um, is really how the leadership leads, how the leadership engages, how the leadership shares. Um, and so we're going to be looking at this article and kind of talking through nine points. Can I talk about how you're doing it also? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Do you well, know how, how we're doing it? Or? Well, I've, ama- <laughs> I've been amazed how you've taken the, the, ish, the issue of all this thing that's happened, and you're still in business. And you're still, so many people are lined up driving through. 
Yeah, it, it, you know, it's been a real interesting journey. And, you know, you think about it, we didn't even hear about COVID in, until like late February. And then early March, um, uh, we were shut down or basically made to change the way we do business. Um, and at first, it really took the wind out of our sails. We were having a phenomenal year as, as most businesses were. Um, we were way, way up. Um, and we were, you know, just chugging along. Everything was great. And then all of a sudden, you can't do any inside dining. You don't know really how to move the drive through or how to move the mobile. So we had to recreate. And really, most of it had to do with the people that work with us. And, and we'll kind of talk about some of those things today. So were you ignoring the anxiety of your staff? So that's kind of the first point that they bring up in to uh, in this article. And really, it's about how can you turn adversity into an advantage? So the first thing that they talk about is embrace the anxiety people feel, which is odd because you wouldn't think that, Larry, right? Right. Most times we're told to kind of like just, hey, soothe people. It'll be okay. Yeah, get over it. Yeah, or or get or the old, which I, I grew up with with my dad. You know, get offense, get over it, you know. <laughs> uh, but anyways... So this article really talked about how it's it's really even more important to it, to acknowledge and validate how people feel, um, as right you know it's it's kind of like we had that fight or flight mentality. Um, we all have it, and so that's why I've always been amazed at like police officers and firefighters because somehow they're able to you know I see a fire I run for safety I see a guy holding a gun I run away, um, but somehow they've been able to. F- push down that fight or flight, basically push down um, survival, which we all have that survival mode. So did you, when you came across this crisis and it hit, and you're talking to your staff, did you say, you you know, did you have them express how they felt about it? You you know what, what I think we did and, and, you know, we didn't have the, the uh, benefit of this article having been written already. Otherwise, maybe I would have done it a little bit different. But what we did is we empathized with how our people felt and how our people, um, you know, were thinking. And we just brought it out in the open um, and we made it feel safe for them to talk about. And we admitted, hey, I don't don't know. Like I said that a lot. I, I, I don't know. I know we're open today. In fact, my mantra to the team was we're open today we are employing people and we're at least paying the bills. Let's take every day one at a time. And that mantra was easy because it it helped us to not look, we don't know about next week. We don't know if we're going to be completely shut down. We don't know if anybody in our staff has COVID and we'll be forced to shut down for 14 days. Um, Heck, we don't even know what COVID was then, but we knew what today looked like. We knew we were open. We knew we were serving customers. So let's focus on that. And honestly, for the first two weeks, we were in shell shock. We were in survival mode. And every day we just focused on that one thing, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. but And you gave your team the opportunity to work or not work, right? Yeah. So the first thing you have to do is there, there, we realized that there were going to be people um, on our staff that were not going to be good for our staff. And what I meant by 
by that is they were just afraid, legitimately afraid. Um, again, we didn't really know what COVID was. We don't know how dangerous it was or how it spread. And so we have 240 something people and we basically told any of them, it, it's your choice if you want to work or if you don't want to work. And if you don't want to work, then it's okay, take off and we'll do our best to bring you back at the same everything when you come back. And, and so it's what paralyzes people is basically the unknown. Yeah, and I think that's the um, second part that they bring up inside this article is you have to clearly define the reality and actively define the reality. It, what we're finding is that people are amazingly able to deal with reality, even if there's a downside to it, but it's really the unknown that's paralyzing them, right? Right. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever felt that way, Larry. I, I know I looked at um, a lot of stories. Uh, Victor Frankel, who wrote a book, uh, he was a famous psychologist, and he was in a concentration camp. And he wrote a book about the differences in people, the people that were killing each other for a bite of bread and the people that were sharing the little bread they had with others and the different mentalities around it. Um, but one thing that he came up and he talked a lot about is just that point that it's the unknown that is scary beyond belief. Um, if you're able to share and realize your reality, what it is and talk about it, then it, it can lead to people who actually um, are, are able to get by, you know even in a terrible situation. So this is, I'm going to bring this up, knowing the whys. Yes. The why you're open. You know, I love that one. Basically, you're talking about one day at a time. Yes. You were taking it. Yes. But one day turned into what, two months? Uh, you know, the, so so what was, I think what was really good is that um, we were honest and uh, we we knew that people craved information. Am I going to lose my job? Are we going to be forced to close? You know, everything was on the table. And while I couldn't guarantee, because there were no guarantees, what I owed them and what we could do is we were, we were truthful. We were um, not, and, and. Are you looking for a certain word that I can't remember? Yes. Ambiguous. Thank you. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We were not ambiguous. Um, We were honest and truthful. um, And we were basically just kept saying every single job we can save, we're going to save. And hey, if it comes down to a situation where um, we have to make cuts, we'll try to make cuts with people that are, it's a high school job and not with people that are paying bills and mortgages and all that. Um, and and it, it seemed to really help, again, people, when they have a clearly defined reality, I, I think it does give them some peace. So one of the points they go to next on this article, which is great, is to create a new starting line with all your people. And that's what you were doing, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're open today and that's it. Well, you know... Um, I listened to a, a sermon by Andy Stanley and he kind of, it wasn't Andy Stanley, but it was somebody from North, North Point Church. And he, they talked about how everybody is dealing with loss during COVID and you can't compare loss because if somebody lost a family member to, a, you know, fatality through COVID, that seems like they win, you know, in the race for loss, they are the gold medal champion and me having to cancel a vacation or me 
be get, getting cut to you know two thirds time, it doesn't seem like I have any right to put that up there with somebody who might be really sick or dying. But but the reality is everybody lose, everybody lost something, and during a crisis, people become fixated on what they lose. And it could be something like a vacation, a bonus, equity. You know, it could be any of these things. Um, You're still talking about that vacation. You had a, a trip to Europe planned, right? Yes. And it got canceled. In fact, we would be on a plane yeah, right now, you Larry, were, today. Well, yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago. But well, Larry, it's, it's really, no, we would actually be flying out today. So oh, thank really? you for bringing that painful memory up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we would be flying out today. And. You know, it's weird because like when I look at, well, that's not really a, a big loss. Like I still have my job. I still am paying the bills. Everybody's healthy. But, you know, it, it is a loss. You know, mm -hmm. it is a loss. So by by being able to create like a new starting line with your people, it's kind of more, okay, Here here's where we are right now. Let's start over with these new conditions. Let's try to let go of what could have been and let's focus on what we can still consider to be a success in this new environment. So what are some of the challenges that have happened? I mean, this creates a challenge for you, right? Right. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So um, the, it kind of leads into this too. The fourth point they talk about is that you can use this urgency that people are feeling, right? So they're a little bit unnerved, they're a little bit afraid, they're feeling anxious. And in some ways you can use the urgency to get alignment. Instead of looking at change as a crisis lurking just around the corner, you can accelerate your efforts with your leadership, with your team to analyze and act on problems instead of just wandering around them. Because, you know, the mind is amazing. Um, if you have something to focus on, it really does help alleviate some of your anxiety and your stress and your fear. You know, Larry, I don't know, is there something that you do when you're feeling anxious or nervous that helps you kind of not think about it as much? Yeah, I come into the studio and do a podcast. Yeah, because you're working right, it's focused. I mean, some people run, um, some people exercise in different ways, some people listen to music or write, There's uh, play with their kids, you know, there's... Heck, dogs are a great uh, anxiety reliever, you know. Um, so uh, you, you want to use this. You, you, you really want to uh, focus on trying to get alignment with your staff, alignment with your team. Yeah. All right. Well, this is, this is a great article, and there's a lot more meat in it. Yeah, for and sure. What I'd like to do is let's just uh, put it aside, and we'll continue next week. Sounds because, good, Larry. Because next week, I, I think we're going to talk about establishing a new checklist. Well, we have... Uh, Celebrate victories, scout for the possibilities, communicate the score, and highlight the rays of the light. There so, you go. You don't have to listen to next what, week. That's what we're going to be talking about <laughs> next week. We want to thank you all for being with us here on A Server's Journey. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Is that a positive? Yes. Don't forget. Well, we want you, you know, and, and, and let me just tell you guys, we need everybody, really, uh, anybody who listens to this, and I, I know it's not in the millions, <laughs> we're well aware, but if you guys could do me a favor, if you're listening to this, just stop right now, take two minutes and write a, a review for us on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you listen to us on. 
um, rate us, give us a rating. And uh, it means a lot to us. It helps us get put to the top of the list so people will actually have access to us. Um, and it makes us feel good, which now, is part. <laughs> now, we've also started a community on Facebook. There's a Facebook community now called A Server's Journey, Journey Community. Can I? Can I, uh, I, I you can't say it. I no. can't say it. <laughs> so go to Facebook, look us up, and, and become become a part of the community. That's right. And on that community, you can ask questions, you can put thoughts, you can share things that are getting you through this crisis right now. Um, I promise we will engage with you, uh, either myself or Larry or Isabella. You know, Isabella is probably the sharpest of all three. Yes, she just, is. Let's just call it what it is. She is. So again, I'd like to suggest that you check out, if you need a website, go to ACS Creative. They don't play games worth your money. And thanks for linking up with us here on A Server's Journey. Until next time, I am your ever-faithful ever companion, if I could say it. Yes, and you're my salsa to my chips, Larry. Oh. I'm Rocky Stefano. I want to thank you for listening. We do want to become the best leaders possible. And even more, we just want to be somebody that's worth following. 